0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Roley, and with me is Derek Spest. Hey, Hello, how's it going, Derek? Fantastic, man. Anything exciting happening?
1: Well, same not old same really. Old? It's it's such a slow time of year. Like it's it's busy home wise because we're prepping for Christmas and and stuff like that. Right, we our trees up, our house is decorated, and yada yada yada. But uh, otherwise, there's no. It's not like I'm paddling or camping there's no snow not enough snow to go camping unless i go far north yeah so it's uh it's uh just kind of a a lull in the uh outdoor season type
0: thing so i gave up christmas for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> we actually put it just put up our tree oh yeah yeah i, I didn't
1: know. notice when i came in
0: maybe the cats tore it down maybe because we got <laughs> the cats just after Christmas last year. So they never actually saw they never a s- Christmas tree oh, before.
1: Oh, so how's that going? So far so good.
0: <laughs> there's only uh they're both underneath it looking. Yeah. But I think there's only been one touching of the tree. hmm One touching of the tree. They're assessing right now what damage they can do. That's and they're waiting till we're all gone, so in the middle yeah. of the night we hear the big smash. Yeah.
1: They're giving each other side eyes like, oh look at that one. Oh, yeah. I want to pull that one off. I got shotgun
0: on that one. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, this evening, we have a guest joining us on the show because we've been a guest on his show a few times. Mm-hmm. So now we're we're just having him come on and do a bit of a year in review with uh, with uh, his show and what he's done this uh, paddling season. And uh, let's, uh, I guess, get to it. Dennis Rogers, Canoe Hounds Outdoor Adventure Show. How are you doing, Dennis? Hey, I am doing okay. How are you fellas doing? Fantastic, awesome. Thanks for being on. Or, or as we said earlier, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I I apologize now if I call you Derek at any spot, <laughs> because hey, I get, I've been called worse. Okay, I've been called worse by better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I get for in sure. these modes of saying Derek all the time, and and now I got to say Dennis. Yeah. And Derek, if I call you Dennis. Uh, suck it up.
1: Buttercup. Yeah, well, I'm used to Kevin Collin not getting my name right all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, Kevin so.
0: Callan doesn't get your name right, so why should I? <laughs> <laughs> that happens often with Kevin, right? Yes. Oh, we're all getting older, <laughs> you know. It's his nature. <laughs> There's, but you know what? With Kevin, he meets so many people. Oh, yeah. There's chemo. no it's, way yeah. he can keep all of them straight. Yeah. And if he did, I think I'd be more worried if he did. I know. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess at the end of the day is... Color. As long as he gets his own name right, I guess that all that matters, right? Well, I
1: had this conversation with the guys at work today, so we work routinely with uh, with uh, you know different contract staff and so on and and so we're it's just the na- the th- topic of names came up and they said, oh, so and so is coming down, and uh, I said, oh, which one's he? And it's like, so we get in this big conversation. I've been working with a lot of these guys for about four, going on five years, and I only know them by face. I don't know their their yep. names, so it's like ah. I really got to start putting in the effort. <laughs> I don't work directly with them. I just kind of, you know, in passing, they need something, I get it for them type thing, right? So Hey, how you doing, good old watch your face? <laughs> hey, yes. so you know, it, I think it tips off because you know, we all wear ID badges. So it's like as you're having a conversation, it's like you glance down at their hip and it's like, hope they know I'm looking at their ID. Because <laughs> they're doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? It's a secret little thing that goes on in the company just a little, little glancing at the ID. So everybody
0: just automatically whip it out when you meet somebody. How are yeah. you doing? Hey, this is me.
1: Anyways, I sidetracked this, the conversation. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So Canoe Hounds Outdoor Adventure Show is a, a YouTube channel dedicated to the great outdoors. Canoeing, kayaking, camping, bushcrafting, survival skills, hiking, fishing, boating, and outdoor cooking, plus outdoor gear and product reviews did i miss anything nope thank you very much for coming out tonight <laughs> <laughs> thanks we're done
2: it's always yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want to find out more about
0: us <laughs> <laughs> no
2: yeah the show you know what uh the the channel is uh just uh, something that uh youtube's a hobby for me right right and uh these are all things that i i really enjoy doing um you know, the camping, the bushcraft, the survival skills. I, I like to think I'm a G.I. Joe out there in the backcountry sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it's all, all just things I, I like to do and, you know, share it with everybody. And uh, the show is basically a stem of that, right?
0: Yeah, because you've been doing this three... Th- well, this is your third season, and you've done 89 episodes um, Yeah. Th- so far. Yeah. Like, th- yeah. this this week was uh, 89 episodes. Yes. Um, now, what... What got you started doing the show? Uh,
2: I, you know, when I was doing YouTube, and uh, y- y- you might know yourself, well, maybe you don't because you don't do too much of the YouTube thing, but uh, sometimes you build this community in YouTube where everybody you bring on friends, people that follow you, you follow each other, and at that time, I was getting into doing, or, you know, making a lot of live streaming friends and stuff like that, and don't take that the wrong way, because it was all friendly people, and nothing nasty about it. Yeah. Uh, But basically, uh, you know, I I always thought that uh, with the live streaming, that I'd never seen anything like what I do on there, and I thought it would be a really cool idea to start talking to the YouTubers I followed, right, Mm -hmm. a little bit more about them and uh it just one foot in front of the other and the snowball started to build and uh before you knew it there i starting to bring on some bigger names and it uh it is where it is now right so
0: yeah because i don't think i followed you or really knew about your show until all of a sudden you started doing this the, the streaming mm-hmm and then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, what's yeah. This, What's this? And I mean, that's there's a lot of YouTubers out there. I mean, I think everybody will agree with that. There's a lot of them people putting oh, yeah. stuff out there. Every everything, you know, like you say, from from paddling to camping, hiking, bushcrafting, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to separate yourself from that nowadays and get noticed, you've got to do something completely different. And and as you say, I don't know that anybody else is doing. The same sort of thing that you're doing
1: i i'm mm. sure there's got to be with billions of people but uh it's, billions of people you know <laughs> that there's seven billion people on the planet right not on my planet
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know there,
2: there there are others that do it uh, but they're not right within our own genre like exactly uh, yeah. yeah you're probably familiar with uh kill quest they're they're doing like a, a couples hiking uh, type of thing right uh, which is a live stream show similar to what i have um Uh, the camping show with CW gets, he, he does something similar, but his is more geared towards his podcast, right? Um, Jeremiah Stringer and, uh, what's his partner's name there? Um, they, they do the hiking show, which is, uh, the same type of deal, but theirs is also geared towards their podcast. Uh, I leave the podcasting to the professionals that I'm speaking to right (laughs) now, (laughs) you know, and, uh, I'll, I'll stick with the, uh. The the YouTube uh, live streams because to be quite honest I have no idea how to do a, a podcast.
0: Neither so, do we. <laughs> yeah, 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 We've yeah, been so. winging it for three for what five six years now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. no, you you cover everything. You know, you're not just you're 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 not just stuck on one one uh, genre of. You know, ju- you're not just you're not bushcrafting, just bushcrafting, You're not just paddling. You're, yeah. you're not just hiking. Yeah, you do it all. So which is yeah, good. Well, you know what,
2: it, it seems like uh I have kind of I'm kind of getting drawn into more of the uh the the paddle sports type of thing. Um but uh yeah, really that the channel is supposed to be uh bringing people closer to the great outdoors. So, you know, I initially wanted to start covering all the things that I enjoy doing being the camping, bushcrafting, uh, survival skills, hiking, fishing, uh Boat camping, whatever it might be, right? Right. And try, try to, try to spread that all out. But uh, for some reason, uh, there seems, it seems to be taking this turn where it seems to be focusing more on the paddle sports or the paddle sports personalities, right? And in the winter time with the winter camping type of thing. So yeah, there, there's a, I try to keep a good mix on there, but it's a little difficult sometimes.
0: Oh, and we we find that as well. I mean, right now with when once winter hits, if you're looking for anything canada <laughs> yeah right. paddle related like, to canada paddle or related. just it's... like oh so you, you really have to start looking elsewhere to, to to keep on the the paddling aspect yeah um
1: otherwise every episode is about four and a half minutes yeah <laughs>
0: there was no paddling <laughs> your... this week thank you see you next week <laughs> yeah, i liked on your one past
2: episode here just recently talking about kayak the band. Did the band, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talk
0: everything related to kayaks. <laughs> well, they were a yeah. band, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But another thing
2: I've been trying to divulge into lately, too, and it's actually a good thing for me because I'm not much of a reader, but of late I've been doing a lot more reading, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, with the, the winter camping show that we did uh, with Kevin Callender, we discussed his, uh, his winter camping book. Um, yeah we had Adam Schultz on recently there and we were talking about his, uh, his most recent publication. And now I'm uh, reading through a couple of Pat Wilson's new books. So there's a, a lot, uh, you know, there's a lot more areas that we can cover. And, uh, like I say, trying to, uh, get a lot more reading in when I have the time.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've gone, I've gone the route of the audio books, um, that I can listen to in, uh, rush hour traffic and stuff like that. um, as as you know, when it comes to reading, Derek's not. Uh, he's got a book club, but <laughs> <laughs> in name <laughs> more, only. More of a book collection. <laughs> book collection. Uh, well, yeah. But yeah, there's there's a lot of outdoor books out there. Um, really good good reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually are, just yeah. I just got finished um, the Adam Schultz, uh, the Whisper on the Night Wind book. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Really enjoyed that one.
2: Great book. You know what? Uh, I read that in like four or five sittings um yeah and not that, that is definitely not dennis
1: <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. canoe
2: hound, canoe hound uh, i don't know sometimes they may may have add or something right but uh it's uh i have a hard time sitting down and focusing on one thing for such a long period of time and it just had me enthralled it was it, that was a good book for anybody that hasn't picked it up by all means pick it up
0: yeah i i used to be a really big reader but now it's more researching than sitting down and reading novels mm-hmm and that's what I'll do. I'll sit down after dinner, start reading a book, and actually you know it's midnight. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. like ooh, yeah. yeah, okay, or you wake up cuz you started reading in bed and you got a book on your face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean there's there's a lot of books out there and how are how are you finding Haps books? Uh, you know
2: what? H- Hap's got a different writing style. Uh, you know, he he's got a his own unique style and that even uh, stemmed back to his his uh, canoe route books you know Tamagami yeah. the Mizanabe, the Mani- or Manitoba books and stuff like that um you know his his artistic uh like his art that's in the books and everything but uh yeah it's it's a little different of a read um but you know what every book you read you want it to be different it's not like reading the same comic book time and time again you want uh, you want some variety and oh yeah uh, yeah i'm just uh
0: his new ones if I'm not mistaken, one or both are like novels. Are they not? Or stories? Not regular. Yeah, which uh, one is
2: is a novel. Uh, that that's not the one I'm reading. I'm trying I, I've been. I've had one of them weeks this week there with all this big windstorm that's gone on. We have a big insurance job going because it blew down our fence and stuff. But right. neither here nor there. So I, I haven't. I haven't picked up the book this week. But uh, yeah, one one of his books is a, a novel, and more. The other one is more of an account, right?
0: So, yeah. 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 He's, uh, and I know right now, apparently he's getting into another guidebook, although he said he'd never do another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he put a posting on Facebook there saying he's doing one. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he
1: did just update the Misanabe one there last year. hmm And what's, what's his new one? What's the location?
0: He I don't know. Said? I haven't, I haven't looked has, at it. He hasn't no. said? No. I think the one he's doing now, I think it might be, uh, the water trail around Superior. Oh, Okay. Because he was showing the the Lake Superior map, so mm-hmm. could be that. Well, there you go. I, yeah, I just glanced at it. Was mm-hmm. I was at work
1: <laughs> doing my real job? I wasn't supposed to be looking at Facebook. <laughs> Shut up, Derek! Going to get me fired. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, don't worry about it. Nobody listens to your show at work. No,
0: <laughs> my mom listens, and she might call my boss. Yeah, <laughs> just
2: like my old family. Ain't eh? nobody listens. Or watches my no, show.
0: No, nobody listens to this. Yeah.
2: I talk about canoe have out there. Adventure show, and they just look at me and roll their eyes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel your pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, some of your your past guests, um, Kevin Callen. He's he's on there a lot. Jim and Ted Baird you've had on Suge Emery, uh, yeah. Northern Scavengers, Survivor Man. Les Stroud was just on as well.
2: Yeah, he was uh, the second show of this uh, third season. We actually mm-hmm. started the season early uh, because uh, Les had agreed to come on the show, and uh, we weren't supposed to start until the end of September, but we started at the beginning. I had to have one show in before I didn't want to kick the season off with uh, with Les. Uh, but uh, yeah, by all means, uh, having Les Stroud on was. Uh, very exciting for me because uh just like many people out there and many of your followers I'm sure uh you know have watched many of the survivor man uh, shows and you know his his bigfoot uh series yeah. and all the stuff that he has going on nowadays because he's still a busy boy.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, he's uh he's all over the place doing stuff nowadays. Yep,
2: yep. Yeah, he's built himself a little empire there for sure.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah I,
0: re- I remember watching all that stuff back in well you want to see back in the day but it really yeah. wasn't it's within the last decade
1: right Yeah well and and he sort of created his own style of filming too nah. right so like uh some people may have come before him and done similar but uh everybody has duplicated his methods yeah. of filming where he he always walks past his camera, goes back, collects it, parks it again. It's, it's, a, it's a unique style and it's, it works well for people who who do solo filming, right? Mm-hmm. Which is his main, what he mainly does until he got into the some of the other stuff that he did like over in Africa and so on. But yeah, he's, he mostly did his uh, all stuff solo. So he was duplicated. So it was interesting to to see him progress through his career. And, uh, and I thought it was pretty amazing that you, that he, you managed to get him on the show. It's, uh, I don't know how often he does stuff like that specifically, but, uh, it, it, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah.
2: It's not, not too often he does, you know, it was like, uh, trying to get Les Stroud on was, uh, definitely like nine months to a year of me, you know, emails and, and contacting his, uh, publicist and, um, you know, the people who, who really set his schedule for him for the most part. Yeah and uh all of a sudden well the reason why i had him on early in the season was because he was off doing all these other different things and they said okay here's a time that he can do it and i go I'll take it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I- I if, it. They, if they give it to you <laughs> yeah
2: exactly yeah yeah you know what uh sometimes you have to do what you got to do to uh to land the big fish i guess they could say right Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh i i i said well <laughs> it, it no disrespect, but I set the hook and I, I had to, I had to keep and I had to fight it and I I reeled it in. So yeah,
0: awesome. That <laughs> yeah. works. Very that cool, works, man. Very very cool. Good thing it wasn't just say yeah he he's got an hour between two a.m. and three a.m. Next week's show will be at <laughs> two a.m. Yeah. Yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the, the funny part about it was too man he he had me scared for that show like this is a behind the scenes thing hey eh? but usually uh when we're when i'm uh doing the the live stream on tuesday evenings i always try to have my guest pop in at least 20 minutes before the show so we could do a sound check make sure uh you know everything is everything is jiggy with our connections and making sure that uh you know we have a quick little conversation about uh where the show is going to go and you know things like that and when i was i I start my my pre-show intro three minutes before seven o'clock as a warning to people and then um you know we, we carry on and he never popped in until about two minutes to seven. Oh wow and this guy was <laughs> dropping a load in his shorts <laughs> what do you do right uh, probably one of the more most popular guests i've ever had on the show and he's still not in the green room right yeah. so yeah. I, I put a thing on there uh bear with us people we're gonna be 10 minutes late starting and then yeah it it, it eventually worked out and turned out to be a fantastic show i learned a lot about less
0: yeah um, yeah. well, you know what we we were watching it um, was probably one of the first first or second season of his show okay and we happened to see this little orange jobby job hanging off of him Oh spot spot okay that's where oh, oh. that's where we first saw a spot unit. Mm-hmm. And then that, my wife went out and bought me one for okay. when I was doing my solo trips. And ever since then, I've always had a spot. Yeah. Neat. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, you know what? In all honesty, you know, you, you mentioned about him uh, being out there solo and doing video and stuff. He He's really a pioneer for what all of us YouTubers are doing, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Anybody yeah. that's on trips now, because... There wasn't really YouTube back when Survivor Man first come out, and uh, you know we weren't doing this type of thing. And based off of his thing of going out there solo, uh, by himself with all his camera gear, and, mm-hmm. and surviving off the land or surviving a, uh, you know, a, a catastrophe or, or whatever his, his show was based on he's the one that really pioneered this and spearheaded this whole thing. And this is like long before the Joe Robinettes and, and others that, uh, you
1: exactly. Know, yeah.
2: Come back around two thirteen or 2013, when YouTube really started to take off. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so, like, yeah, like less Derek drought, says. Uh, all us YouTubers have less drought to thank for that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Derek said there was, you know, everybody's out there basically copying what he did so that they can exactly. film themselves doing their outdoor Trips and stuff like that. Well, you—I mean, the 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 cameras have gotten lighter, and oh, exactly. The, yeah. Um, software to to edit all your stuff has gotten better and and whatnot. But uh, no, it's allowing everybody to do that, and as you say, everybody's got uh, less stroud to thank for that sort of thing.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Is there anybody that you would like to get on your show that you're you, you, you're you're trying to get but haven't quite been able to land yet
2: uh i've got my feelers out for for quite a few uh personalities um uh sean james uh is is one obviously uh everybody seems to be in love with uh what sean james is doing with his cabin building stuff like that yeah and uh just recently uh within the past week i finally connected with sean and uh we're we're talking a bit there but he's such a busy guy he's a hard guy to land down just because he well obviously i don't I don't know where that guy finds enough time in a day to you know build a cabin uh live life uh record
1: i know he know, does it all edit right? so and host, he he does uh, his own
2: and spend time with the family exactly
1: so. yeah whether it's hunting or doing his log cabin or whatever i w- i watch him too and and uh, he, you know, I he, he has two different channels, and I kind of watch him on, I watch him on his uh, his Sean James channel, not the uh, not Self the other Reliance. one. Yeah, I don't watch soft, yep. the self-reliance one but he talks more on the Sean James one. So it's it's interesting to hear his opinions on stuff like that and watch him build his stuff. And he's a part way through his cabin, so it's interesting to see it come along.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I, like there, there's others I'd like to get. Like I'd I really like to uh, start bringing on some of the European bushcrafters and oh, okay. uh, outdoorsy people, right? Uh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, Simon, a bloke in the woods. Um, you know, there, there's a whole bunch of them out there that uh, I wouldn't mind trying, uh, some in the German market. Uh, but the only problem there is is doing a live stream with somebody that's in such a different time zone.
0: Yeah, right? yeah.
2: Uh, you know that'd be in the early a m to to come on the show so
0: and that, and that would be the yeah unless unless they're over this way at some point you know right um yeah that that would be the big drawback, mind you, some of them may not have a problem with it and just a yell. I'll hang out till two in the morning. <laughs> Talk to you. Well, you know four. The, 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 the cool <laughs> draw, and
2: it's something that I would use when I'm trying to contact. Is telling them, like you know, we're we're opening up, opening you up a little more to the North American market, right, rather yeah. than just uh, Germany, Switzerland, um, uh, Britain, whatever it might be, or wherever they may be. So there, there's always that uh, that draw that you know we're going to be bringing more people from you know the other side of the world that they can. Uh, open up a market to so
0: yeah and uh, like you say if you can get into try to steal your steer yourself away from one particular niche like you're saying you're, you're tend to be getting more into paddling only lately you know yeah. if those guys open up those extra niches for you then uh, then it's perfect to get them in
1: yeah, it gives you a diversity of topics. That's what we found too. It's uh mm-hmm. if you can exactly. diversify your topics, you can talk about many different things whether you know, you don't have to be the expert, you get the experts on. And so yeah, it uh, it draws a better crowd and people enjoy that kind of the different different stuff. Nobody wants to keep hearing about the same thing week after week. They'll just walk away and listen to somebody else. Yeah.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I find all that uh you know, probably part of the reason why I do get drawn more towards the paddlers and, and the bushcrafters is the fact that that's one of my main passions. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's what I really enjoying, enjoy doing. It's, uh, you know, I do hike, but I'm not a, a hiker per se. Right. Mm. Uh, I love fishing, but I'm not a professional fisherman. Uh, you know, things like that. I, I can cook outdoors, but I, I tend to bring on the people that know how to cook outdoors. <laughs> they have the, the books on it. Right. Uh, Kevin, a ride, for example. Uh um, you know so it's it, that that's probably why i bring on more more people that uh that are, are geared towards the the paddle sports and the bushcraft now another good thing about that is these are all people that i i really enjoy watching yeah uh you know that, and that's the reason why i, I I, I kind of started this as well as the fact that I wanted to learn more about the people that I really watch. If I'm going to spend hours and hours watching their videos, I'd like to know a little bit more about them. And not not in a uh, stalker kind of way. <laughs> <if> you know <laughs> what I mean? Because yeah. we, we, never, we never do get personal when these shows are, are being uh, uh, live streamed. It's, it's always just about their channels, uh, what makes them tick, what makes them interested in doing what they're doing. Right.
1: Yeah. You don't want to treat it like a tabloid. You want to you want to educate and, and uh, you know teach people new things when, when you present stuff on on your channel, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure.
1: Not about being salacious.
0: And you got to think that if if you're interested in that and hearing from yeah, them, exactly, then your listeners are going to be interested in hearing about them as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, and there like like you're we saying there. There's a lot of people out there nowadays doing these. These YouTube videos and how tos and books and all that sort of thing, doing the movies. Yeah. Um, that yeah. It's it's getting easier now to start just throwing emails out there and say, "Hey, here's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Are you interested in sitting down on a YouTube stream for a couple of hours and talking about Earth? Talking about yourself." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think the
2: other draw too is like the more shows I actually do, uh, the the more interest others have in being guests on the show because you know they they see the the Les Stroud name, they see the Bear name, exactly. Yeah, You know all these different things: Adam Schultz, Alexis yeah. Outdoors, Andrew Budnick. Uh, especially the ones that are the more popular people, and it's not like I'm trying to wrote, write on their coattails of their popularity, but they're if if they're the person that's hot and in style right now, then those are the ones you want to showcase so that, because uh, people are watching them, right? Yeah, so. Exactly. Yep. If your listeners so. are
0: interested in them, you might as well get yep. your listeners exactly. a front row seat to have a chat with them, especially because yep. on the yep. side, when you, if, if you ever, no one's ever watched canoe hounds outdoor adventure show. Uh, it's on Tuesday nights. It's a live stream, uh, every Tuesday night, 7 PM Eastern. Uh, if you go into YouTube, um, just look up, canoe just hound. look up Canoe Hound and you'll go right to his page. And on the side of the live stream video is a, uh, chat box where people can ask questions and interact with each other. Um, and Dennis, you'll take some of those questions and put them up and have the, have your guest answer, answer them. them. Yeah,
2: Exactly. Yeah. It, I, I try to keep it interactive, right? Uh, yeah. I, I always start out with a list of questions, and so, with some guests, I get through it, and with some guests I don't because the the chat on the uh, on the live stream allows my guests to become interactive with the guest mm-hmm. right or my viewers become interactive with the guest, and with doing that 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 keeps them more interested in coming back to the show wanting more because they know they're going to have an opportunity to get their question heard
0: and that's that's a big draw. In my opinion, oh, yeah. if, if, like you say, if Les Stroud's on and I've got a question I've always wanted to ask him.
1: It's an opportunity. Then I'm going to
0: get up there. I'm going to watch the show, put my question up, yep. and hopefully it catches your eye and you can throw it up there and have Les mm-hmm. answer my question.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I even go one step farther than that, though, like the second half of the show, because as you know, uh, my, my show's not probably as regimented as yours might be, uh, keeping within a time frame. I try to keep the show to two hours and no more, but sometimes we go into overtime, uh overtime, overtime. <laughs> but the second half of the show after we do like a little swag giveaway, I always invite guests actually to come on panel and, and ask a question of the guests right. that's uh you know, that that we have presented that week. And we get some takers sometimes or a lot of people are too shy or just don't want to uh to go through the effort, but they're happy asking their questions in the chat, but I love it when people actually join up because that gives me the opportunity to see my viewers face to face as well. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. 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 That's definitely a bonus. Uh, like you say, keeping it interactive and, um, I mean, that's, that's, it's almost like being there in person, you know, Mm -hmm. when, when you're sitting there watching somebody on a stage and, you know, they'll say, hey, does anybody in the audience have a question? You can put yeah. your hand up, they bring you a microphone, you ask the question. Except this time you're doing it in the comfort of your own home. Exactly. Yeah. Sure, yeah. 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 You don't have
2: to picture everybody in their underwear, right?
0: <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, true, true. <laughs> I mean, we, our show here, we have a no pants policy. <laughs> and I am
2: adhering by that policy right now. Perfect. <laughs>
0: there's a little hanger by the door upstairs and when Derek comes in he takes his pants off and hangs it there with his jacket (laughs) I know somebody that can
2: make you a sign that says leave pants here (laughs) (laughs) leave pants
0: at door (laughs) Um, so over the the last three years you've talked about paddling map and compass, winter camping backcountry, cooking uh, fishing, bushcraft uh, bushcrafting, backpacking, etc is there any thing you plan on adding over the next while?
2: Oh gosh. You know, right off the top of my head. No, I can't, I can't think of anything. Um, I know with one of our sponsors, Algonquin outfitters, we, uh, we were talking a little bit about maybe throwing in like a little gear review segment. Right. Um, uh, into each show uh just something really quick and and sweet to, uh you know do a little outline on something like say for instance an msr stove or uh, you know a sleep pad or something like that but uh it hasn't come into fruition yet um but i, I try to keep the the uh, topic shows to weeks where i haven't got a guest lined up right um where i, I usually have a little list of fillers and uh that, that list of fillers is starting to grow thin. So I'm going to have to start coming up with more ideas. But there again, you know what, the the guests and the topic ideas, uh, a lot of these guests and topic ideas come from our viewers once again, because I, I always put it out there at the top of the show asking, like, you know, if there's anybody you'd like to see on the show or a topic you'd like us to cover, uh, drop me an email and let me know. And I think our last three or four guests have actually come directly from a a query from one or two of our viewers, right? So, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, we run that every so often where you're, you're sitting there and you've got idea, 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 and then all of a sudden you come across a week where you're like, what do you want to talk about? Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't been paddling. Nobody I know has been <laughs> paddling. There's I've been so busy at work, I don't even know what's going on in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and then, well, when COVID started, then all of a sudden, nobody's doing anything and they're yeah. just like, ooh, that's going to be. But then, yeah, then all of a sudden you got all these ideas and all these guests and and everything again and you're just like, all right, that's. Because there's nothing like doing one yeah. of these shows and just coming up blank. Oh, I know. Yeah. that You
2: know what? That oh. happens often on my end here. Uh Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? Either I'm booked like four, five, six weeks ahead. Yeah. And then. That, that eats it eats itself up through its episodes, and then before you know it, it's like, I got nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What do
2: you do, right? And then all of a sudden, some something comes through from the past, or you do a couple more follow ups uh, because, as you know, doing this yourself, uh, the amount of work that actually goes into it, um, it's it's not a job. It's it's more of a hobby. But I'll tell you,
1: it starts to feel like a job sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, yeah. It's it's more. This is more work than my business. You know what I
0: mean? It's, oh, uh, yeah,
2: quite, quite yeah. literally. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays for me at uh, at my place of work are are defunct, and it's a good thing I'm my own boss because otherwise I'd be firing myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, there there's days where you're just sitting there. You know, you come home from work, and well, I come home from work and you know have dinner, and then I'm downstairs all night, and you know you're just putting everything together so that you can have something for the, the next week's show sort of thing. And yeah, you're, you're right. It just becomes, it's like a second job. You're just yeah. not being as paid as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Or at all. And just like you guys. <laughs> it's like you guys,
2: I'm not working on my retirement for it either. Yeah. Nope. Oh <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're, we're going to do this when we retire. We just still won't be paid. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know what? I as, as you and I were talking last night there with uh, Kevin Callan Kevin had said to us, when we first started this, that if you're getting into this to make millions of dollars, don't Or make now. any money at all, yeah because and and that's why we do it we just do it for fun yeah. you enjoy doing it uh you know we, we watch you on your your Tuesday nights and that and or we go back and watch what you did on the Tuesday nights, and you can see that you're enjoy doing this and chatting with the people and and um you know and it seems the more the more guests, the merrier. You know mm-hmm. that that gets everybody all chit chatting because you you'll have multiple guests up on the screen at the same time, and everybody yeah, just feeds yeah. off of each other.
1: Exactly, it it builds the conversation. It builds more topical information, and 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 sometimes you can really have a lot of fun doing it.
2: Yeah, you know, hey guys, I I, I have to I have to break break character a bit or, or script. Uh, okay, because there's no script, but I, I have to congratulate you guys. Three hundred five episodes is like incredible. Uh, I just, just based on me knowing what I go through with, uh, producing my show and to know that you guys have like not missed a week in
0: what, how many years? <laughs> five, yeah, that's six years now? Five years. Yeah. 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 We missed that's... one week, but we filled it in with another, with an extra show. Yeah, on another week. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that.
2: And, and to to know that, like you know, you you've dedicated yourselves to do this uh, with with very little reward. I, I commend you guys. It's uh, it's a big feat because I I've seen a lot of podcasts come and go, and I know why they go is because they are so much work to uh, to put in. And you guys do a fantastic job of this week in and week out. Uh, I look forward to it every week.
0: Oh, much appreciated. Yes, thank you. You know, yeah. we we like I say, like you, we're doing this because we love doing it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we get to talk to people about something we're passionate about, the paddling. Yeah. You know, we, we, we throw in extra things. Like I say, in winter, we talk about our winter camping and, and stuff like that. And, uh, but we enjoy talking about it. So to have yep. other people come in and talk about it with us, or, you know, like I say, we, we, you go down the rabbit hole when you start Googling stuff and, and you find all these things and you say, Hey, let's talk, talk about all these little things. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, yep. you've talked for an hour on about 20 different things. Yeah. And you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And so some people, like, I, I always
1: equate it to this. Like you see a lot of people out there, they have their weekly poker game. So they get together with their buddies. They play poker for a couple hours, then go home. And so, like every Thursday or every whatever, they, they do this. And so, for 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 us, for me, this is this is my weekly poker game. This is you know, it's uh, something to get out of the house and do. And I get to meet a lot of interesting people doing it. And uh, you know, I get to participate in a lot of things. You know, you, uh, trade shows, outdoor shows. And Sean's got up and actually done some talks in, at uh, at uh, Toronto Outdoor Show. And so it kind of it diversifies your your human experience, right? So it's uh, in the end, it's there's no monetary reward, but there's uh there's a lot of uh, other rewards for it so it's it's one of the things that we get out of it that that's what i get out of it mm. so yeah yeah
2: that that, that and meeting some pretty cool people too hey eh? like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, good old kevin callan like you mentioned he he's on the show often he he pops in usually every single week i i call him my uh my ed mcmahon right <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go and uh I, I always mix it up with Vince McMahon from wrestling, but no. It's yeah. Not Vince, McMahon. not Vince, it's Ed. Their cousins. And you know what, he he always brings life to it, uh, to the show, and uh, him and I have actually gotten to be uh, pretty good buddies. We don't see each other all the time, but we, we chat often. And uh, to to think that uh, the first time I met the guy, as my daughter said, Dad, you're fangirling. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. because, like, you know, I, I, I cut my teeth on Hap Wilson's uh, uh, canoeing books. And I cut my teeth on, uh, Kevin Callan's, you know, uh, canoe route books and stuff like that. And to meet people that you kind of idolize because they, they, they put you through all these great adventures through their maps. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's really an honor to meet them and then to become a friend of that person is even, uh, even a better thing. So.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you know, like, I mean, we have a couple of people that are on our show, more than most yeah um like john van berger is one of them you know he's our, we call him our, yeah. our foreign correspondent yeah. and that sort of thing uh and you you end up i mean you got kevin callen you got pine martin you you've got yeah. a few people that come on you know uh more than most but they they add the flavor yeah. to, the, to the show yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. it's like they start sort of become part of the family the online family type thing mm-hmm. right so it's, uh, it's somebody you, you, you appreciate coming on somebody who, uh, always adds to the show. And so it's, it's good to have people like that in your, in your online family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what about the future of your show? Are you going to just keep it as is? Are you thinking of making changes? Are you going to expand your global empire? Or? <laughs> my as, global as, empire. As have have I say, my, it made it out of Ontario. My, my multi-dollar corporation. <laughs> <laughs>
2: multi-dollar yeah, got change. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, believe me, I'm not doing this to get rich either. You know, <laughs> if anything, it probably costs me more uh sometimes to put on a show than, uh, than uh you know, I bring in by Super Chats and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. I I've, got, I've got the regular people that are, are supporting the show regularly and stuff like that, which is greatly appreciated because it does cost a lot to have the, the stream yard and all that stuff. But the future, you know what? I, I don't know because it's... I, I do know it takes up so much of my time. Um, that's the only downfall to this this whole Canoe Hounds Outdoor Adventure show. Um, so much time, in fact, that I barely have time to edit my my videos of my trips to post on the, uh, the channel itself, right? Right. Uh, and having a, a new grandson, uh, any, any chance I get to see him is like... Uh, foremost important to me uh I, I love my little guy and uh you know i'm very close with him and stuff like that and then of course i got i've got two daughters and uh you know they have significant others and you know the, the whole family thing so i try not to let the show get in the way of the family um but it, it it's difficult but the show i want to keep it going i do i really do i i enjoy doing it uh it's my tuesday night uh, it's something to do on a tuesday evening for a lot of people they enjoy watching it yeah and uh, I want to keep it down, but I I might instill down the road, um, like you know, if 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 it gets harder to find guests and stuff like that or topics, I, I might uh, take a week off here and there. But other than that, I'd like to, I'd really like to keep it going.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's we're sort of. I mean, realistically, you're the video version of us, and we're the audio version of you. Yeah, if you want to put it that right. way. And there's, I think we all get that point where just like. You're so busy, and you're like, you know what? Maybe it's just, just call it a day. Yeah. Call Derek and say, you know what? I'm, I'm done with we're this. We're taking the winter off. Yeah, we're <laughs> taking the winter off. <laughs> you know, Um but well, then you, you you get into next week's show thinking, yeah, you know what, maybe we'll say we're going to take a couple weeks off. Then you get into the show and you get right yeah. into it and you're like, oh, you know what we can talk about next week? And then after that, yeah. and then you're right back into it again.
1: But it's also the, yep. uh, so you're in a pattern, you're, you're doing this every week and it's like, well, you know, I, I have people counting on listening to it. I, 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 if I take a break now, I might b- break this role that I'm on. And so you really, it's like, you, you just can't bear to skip a week mm-hmm. unless there's some Mm -hmm. drastic thing that's happening or whatever it's like no i can't do it like you know people are expecting it or or whatever yourself you yourself is is expecting it right so and i think that's what gives us a lot right was that
2: miss a week miss a lot exactly Yeah. yeah And yeah. so,
1: fortunately for us, we there's two of us. So if I do take a week or two of vacation, Sean has a couple of guests on. Usually, because well, he has all the equipment. He he's I have no idea how to edit. So if he needs to take a week off, we have to record ahead or have some interview in the box or something like that. So but so that gives us the flexibility that we can sort of skip week, but something's going up type thing. Mm-hmm. So like it, what's great is like, you know, the guest hosting for, you know, Alan comes on and replaces me and John Van Bicker replaces me and so on. Right. So it's, uh, it's, it, it helps continue the process. It's gotta be hard for you. You're the only one that's running the show.
2: It is, it is. And you know what, if it uh, if it was going interfere, to interfere with like a, vaca- a family vacation or something like that, uh, by all means, uh, I'm choosing the family vacation. Yep. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but I, I have had these instances where I, I've turned down a commitment of, of like, you know, say some sort of a, a gathering or something to, to take care of the show um, because it is on a Tuesday, right? Uh, it's It's not a Saturday or a Sunday or a Friday or, you know, a day that's like, you know, my party days—we'll just
1: call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a school night. Not much is going on. <laughs> that's right. That's
2: right. But uh, yeah, you know, I just—I'm just, just going to keep it going, and I don't forget. I do. I do take the summers off uh, because the summertime is when I want to play, and there's probably no possible way I'd be able to do a show in the summertime, anyways. Just because there's always so much going on in the summer, our, our, yeah. with our with our families and friends, and um, I'm fortunate enough to still have my mom and dad and my wife's father still around. We we try to really take advantage of uh, family time and moments, and we're not home very often in the summer. Uh, summertime, you know, it's a good thing I have a lawn cutting service uh, that I, I do <laughs> pray for, it, because otherwise, I'd have a big, I'd have a new bushcraft camp out in my front yard. Right?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Derek and I don't take vacation at the same time. No, no. Yeah, yeah. we we organize
1: <laughs> yeah. our vacations just like I would have with people at work. Yeah, you got to cover. <laughs>
2: Derek, Derek, have you ever covered a show by yourself, or is it, no? Uh,
1: well, I wouldn't know how to. I don't know how to run the editing equipment. I don't. I wouldn't okay. know how to turn the stuff on. So it's uh, it's all a mystery to me. And I, I, I'm happy that way. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> I have no intent in uh, in learning that kind of side of the business.
0: And I guess with right. you, I mean, we can pack everything up here and turn it into a mobile studio. So as mm-hmm. as we did our 300th episode in the back country and. And we've done other episodes uh when we were doing the um uh Trent Severin. Oh yeah. We yeah. recorded one beside one of yeah. the one of the locks sort of deal. You really don't have right. that option though. Unless you've uh, got actually, really good Wi Fi somewhere.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I, I do have that option to be able to do it uh on location or, you know, if it was uh if if COVID wasn't in existence, um you know, it would be really cool for me to be able to do a live stream. There's, there's a few YouTubers that live around me that I know of that are in the outdoor scene. Right. And to sit down over a coffee, uh, you know, out on my back porch would be uh, really, really cool to, to to do something like that. Um, for this year's Toronto outdoor adventure show, I actually have the pitch in to be doing a live live stream right from the, uh, the show. So be doing a presentation that will be streamed live as well. So, uh, you know, that, that's in the works itself. So there, there is the opportunity. But in the summertime, I, I like my summertime. I, I like to be able to get out and paddle, go to the day camp, uh, yeah. go out on the boat with the family, whatever it may be.
0: And, uh, yeah. That's your fun time. So That's my fun time. if people want to find out more about Canoe Hound's Outdoor Adventure Show, where can they find you?
2: Uh, best place for them to find me is actually right on YouTube. Just go to uh, Canoe Hound Adventures uh, is the channel name. And Canoe Hounds Outdoor Adventure Show is actually the spin-off, but they could also find me on Facebook at Canoe Hounds Outdoor Adventure Show. Uh Instagram at Canoe Hound Adventures. And let's see, oh I got a website too, uh dot and on there I, I've got links to streams and all kinds of different things on there. So
0: Excellent. I think yeah. um I think in your email you sent me it, it shows all your links. In that, so maybe what we'll do is uh we'll copy that and put them on our Facebook page so people can see. Yeah, and connect to different things.
2: That would be incredible. Hey, let's see if that's, I'm, I'm trying really hard to hit my 5,000 subscriber mark. I've um, got I've got a, I've got a, a steady following of, uh, of viewers, but I'm really trying to hit that 5,000 K mark after what three years on. So that'd be great. Cool.
1: We must have about a hundred now, don't we? I 89? No, we're <laughs> at 212. Oh, really? 212 people, yes. Yes, sir. There you go. Could you imagine? Yeah, be you're, like a- you're not YouTubers. <laughs> you guys are podcasters.
0: You Could do you- a darn
2: good job with that.
0: Could you imagine how high it would be if we put videos up? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we put like one up a year type thing. <laughs> you know what? I I always watch your shows and we've always got this thing. Like when you watch different YouTube videos, there's always that one person that puts the thumb down.
1: I have always wondered about 10, that. 10,000
0: thumbs up and one thumbs down. I look at yours and I never see the thumbs down, and every time I watch, I just get the urge, gotta be me. I gotta do it. <laughs> well, that, that must be you then, because I always end up with at
2: least one. For, for 99% of my live streams, I always get that one uh, well, thumb down.
1: And now I have
2: I a pretty th- good idea who it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Derek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I heard that YouTube is getting rid of that, aren't they?
0: I think YouTube is supposed to be getting they're rid of clear, the thumbs. They're down. getting rid of the thumbs down. Yeah. It, oh, really? No real need for. it.
1: No, it, it was becoming a thing. People just yeah. were nasty and just trying yeah. to do it on purpose. Whether they wouldn't even watch the video and they just give it a thumbs down because of who it is.
0: Well, like I say, when you see something and it's got like five hundred thumbs up and one thumbs down, yeah, you know somebody's yeah. just being yeah. putz, yeah, right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we, we all enjoy the thumbs up uh not not so much for uh the fact that you know we think that people like what we're doing it's it's more for helping the youtube algorithm you know if they they see interaction um by viewers whether it's a comment or a thumbs up uh you know something along that lines or like a review or, or mm-hmm. watching a, a certain segment time and time again like you know like sean roley's roast of kevin callen segment yeah you
0: know,
2: that uh that really helps the youtube algorithms uh Get us out there and get us more noticed, right? So it it, it is a, it is a definite boost for us.
0: Well, we'll see if we can uh, help you get a bit more of a boost there. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure, that'd be awesome.
1: I'm sure we can at least get you one and a half more people or something. There you go, <laughs> one <laughs> and a half. If <laughs> I can convince you guys to subscribe to
0: <laughs> the channel, I'll be doing all right. <laughs> I think we are. I'm I'm already subscribed to it. So if I unsubscribe and resubscribe and unsubscribe and resubscribe, (laughs) does that get you anything? (laughs) I don't know. It might get you banned. I don't know. (laughs) I've been banned by better. (laughs) So you say you like to take your uh, summers and have your fun outdoors. Yes. You did some paddling this year, this past summer. Yeah.
2: I did. I, I got out, uh, I've been getting out, believe it or not, with COVID, I've been getting out a lot more in the summer times than I, I normally do. Um, every year is usually like a couple of weekend trips or, uh, you know, day paddles and stuff, and then one good August trip with my, my regular canoe buddies. But uh, this year, I actually got on on, on three pretty good trips, and uh, well, I'm the, all the better for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where'd you head out to? Yeah. Uh,
2: when they when they open things up there uh, late late spring, um, we me and uh, you you're familiar with Ingo from Kid Products. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, him and I have gotten to be pretty good paddling partners, and uh, we did a 43 kilometer uh, loop in Tomagami over four days. Awesome! Uh, it's a route I had done before. It's uh, Wasaksena Lake over in Iceland, and back into Lake Tomogamy, starting off at uh, uh, Lake Tomogamy Access Road right uh, boat launcher. Yeah. And then, uh, late fall, we did a Naganosh trip for four days. Uh, there again, a couple of buddies, we went out there, introduced a a good friend of mine into one of his first canoe trips, and he had an absolute great time. Um, we were teaching him knots, and he kept
0: disappearing. He's like, John, where'd you go? (laughs) He goes, I'm over here practicing my knots. (laughs) (laughs) I I hear a lot of good things about the Naganosh area. It's beautiful, man.
2: That place is, uh, uh, there's so much to see and do there. Um, you know, this is my second time there in two years, and I don't go to any place twice yeah. uh, for the most part, you know, uh, unless it's been like a long, long time in between. It's, uh, it's, it's really uh, a nice place to go. It's a simple canoe trip for any new uh, newbie canoeist or somebody that's, uh, you know, looking to, to start relaxing from, you know, the huge expeditions or something. It's, it's one of them places you can get into your spot in a day, and back out in a day and then just enjoy and do some great fishing and stuff like that. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then your third trip yeah. was? Oh, the third trip was the trip from
0: hell. Um, <laughs> you got to have at least yeah. one of those.
2: Well, yeah, the, this third trip was a real character builder. Uh, this is one uh, a trip that we found on um, Explore the Backcountry. Um, it was uh, one of the ones that Brad had done with his father. And it was uh, it's called the West Spanish Forest Route and it starts uh, about 70 kilometers north by logging road from Espinola mm-hmm. and uh starts out on Rushbrook Lake and works its way all the way up to Indian Lake which is over by um Biscotasee Lake yeah Biscotasee and yeah and then it's it's sort of the uh the the watershed part of the watershed of the Spanish River yes but uh we we run into a trip that was uh we had everything thrown at us in this one. We, we had bad weather. We had like really, really bad weather. Um, winds, rain, we like, you know, low water conditions, high water conditions. I don't know how that worked out in in the same (laughs) trip. Uh, all of us getting stung by wasps and hornets and, uh, breaking beaver dams to, to, you know, make river or like, you know, Creek passage possible. Um, and we even got rescued on this trip. So, yeah. What?
0: Rescued? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of one of these things where we met this couple on uh, on a lake called Dusty Lake. And I had them on my show, actually. Uh, they're, they're from an organization that they, they started called Canoe for Change. Okay, yeah. Uh, Glenn, Glenn and Carol. Yeah. And uh, they they paddled all, clear across Canada. And we happened to run into them on this lake. And we chatted for quite a while. And I got a nice segment of them uh for the video that I have yet to produce. And, uh, they were doing a trip that was similar to ours, but they started North. We started South and our loops intertwined or crossed paths on two occasions. And the second occasion was, uh, on our worst day, the day from hell, um, started out, uh, with about six kilometers of portaging at about seven o'clock in the morning, bad winds. Once we got on the water, uh, chased by a a major torrential downpour that I have never ever experienced rain like this in my life we run out of time, lightning thunder, uh, you know, wading in water up to our chests, through swamps and finally our destination campsite was dead ahead, occupied by guess who (laughs) (laughs) good old Glenn and Carol and this is, uh, it was already dark uh, come paddling up on them and I go hello neighbors i seen their canoe and I recognized it and I heard zip Glenn got out of the canoe he goes Dennis what are you doing <laughs> go, well we're looking for a campsite <laughs> and he goes there's no campsites around here I go we know that now <laughs> yeah. And uh, needless to say, we, we were all soaking wet. Uh, the youngest fellow in the crew, there were six of us on this trip, the youngest fellow in the crew was actually uh, borderline hypothermic. He was like falling asleep, shivering, soaking cold, wet, and uh, Glenn and Carol were uh, true Canadians and um, did the right thing, and they invited us up to their camp, even though there was no room for us, mm-hmm. but we, we shoehorned tents in there just to, to make it work, and they boiled water for us. They, uh, pulled those salami, sliced up salami for us, uh, tried to get us, our, our spirits up because we we were defeated. We right. were truly defeated. So anybody that thinks it can't happen to you out there, it can happen to you out there, right? This wasn't uh, in September, was it? No, this was, uh, August. Okay. In August. Yeah. But you know what, uh, had they not brought us up on, uh, up to their campsite, um, there was no other place for us to go quite literally uh the next campsite was probably another 12 kilometers away oh Uh, wow Wow. and it was already dark it was still raining it was yeah it was it was horrible but from that point on the next day uh was when we finally and that was about day four day five day five uh by day five by day six we started getting getting into nicer weather and uh i'm we're forever grateful to uh, Glenn and Carol for from Canoe for Change. So I almost get choked up talking about it because I'll tell you they they were they were lifesavers in this condition.
0: Yeah, you, you, it's awesome when you can run into something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody yeah. to help you at the end of the day, and especially I mean, having a bad day like that. Yeah, like oh. you say, it can happen if it, <laughs> to any of us out there. So August, yeah.
1: uh, August, and it was after dark. It must have been like ten or eleven o'clock at night. Then was it?
2: Yeah, it was uh we were probably nine thirty, ten, like the the sun by the time we got to their campsite, it wasn't completely black. It was uh we were late into uh dusk. The you know. And it was really eerie looking too because it was still raining, really low cloud cover, and the way the sun or what was left of the sun was going through the clouds, it just turned everything yellow. Or like oh, a golden yeah. yellow. Like not a nice sunset, but like a real crappy looking golden yellow, and it was like it was it was spooky. It was really spooky. We were the, the six of us. There was uh, one fell in a canoe. Me and my solo uh, pack boat, and then two tandem canoes. And we were all we were all fearful. Like we were we were all scared. You know what? Less right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly. uh, it was a, it was a situation that uh, I'd never like to see myself in again. But like I say, uh, thank goodness for people that know. Uh, the kind of the, the unwritten rule of the back country. If somebody's in trouble, you help them help them yeah. out.
0: Yeah. You know, it's I've, scary. I've been watching, I don't know if you've been watching the, the Baird brothers latest, um, Northern yes. Manitoba one. Uh, but there's yeah. a couple of times it's late at night and they're, they're haul, hauling their canoes through flooded out areas just to find some dry land to put a tent, find any place that'll take it. Yeah. Down. Any yeah. place. Yeah. And it's just like, Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: you know the weirdest weirdest part was is we we didn't even have that opportunity. Um, when we were being chased by this this storm and it started dumping on us, and, I, and when I say dumping, I mean like sheets of water. It wasn't it wasn't they there weren't raindrops; they were sheets.
0: And
2: yeah, we had no place. The, the lightning was striking all around us. we were in a worst possible situation, and there was no place we can get off because the alder bushes were just choking the river uh like yeah we we were we were in a pickle. Uh, that's that's it was, the worst. It was, it was some serious conditions and um it, it actually had uh the guys on the trip saying, "You know what? I'm never doing this again." Oh well. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was a tough trip to begin with because it's not really a documented trip. It was more of a uh what do they call it? A schlog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and a good old slog, uh, yeah.
2: It uh it turned it turned out to be um at the end Everybody kind of changed their mind. It's amazing what a couple of days of sunshine can do for you, right? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once yeah. the
0: weather turns yeah. for yep. the better, yeah, everybody, you know that that those moods just turn right around. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because and I've I've noticed that I'm sure you have too. Really, really bad weather days is when mm-hmm. people's moods are the worst, and yep. that's when the 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 anger and the fights tend to start yeah, more this <laughs> way, just because you're getting wet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, golly. yeah, and you don't want to be the guy that planned that trip on that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know the
2: funniest part too, though. Like our, our very last day, um, I, I wanted to shooting the video for it. I really wanted to get a recap of, of the trip and get the thoughts from all the guys. So we did kind of like what you did on your third, your three hundredth episode, where. We all sat around the fire, uh, got the video camera going, and I kind of did a little interview with all the guys, right? Yeah. And it was amazing, the like, the account of how, how they all uh, took this whole experience, you know, how it started out horrible for us all. Like, it, it, when you see the video, when it comes out, please do watch it because you'll understand what I'm saying based on when you see the video. But at the end of it all, you know what, uh, the the round, well, the, the the campfire chat that we had was uh, really, really set off the whole mood or like captured the whole mood of the whole trip. And I could put that out as a standalone video with a couple highlights and I could forego the four-part video and it would tell the whole story.
0: Right. Hmm. Wow. Now, I think, you know, I think a lot of us have had trips like that where at some point you wish you could snap your fingers and be back at home. (laughs) You just had enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so. I've been there, but uh, you know that. what
2: now ask me if I would do it again. I would love to do that trip again. Just not with mother nature beating down on us. Yeah, year. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 You don't mind slogging if it's nice weather, but if it's yeah. like 500 degrees or, you know, uh, yeah. like you say, total sheet rain. Uh,
1: I, it, I think mostly if it's not life-threatening mm-hmm. because for the most part if it's hard it's hard hard trips can be hard but when you start uh, start going oh well you know all it takes is a zap of lightning or or a big wave to roll me over and then things start come life-threatening and and so mm-hmm. it, that's when things when things start going sideways that's when you go oh Okay, I don't know if I want to do this again. And uh but if it's just a hard slog, it's you go into it knowing that okay, there's going to be a couple of long portages, we're going to, have to break trail, and you know if it's tough, that's fine, but when it becomes life threatening and and things go sideways that's when it's like okay this is not as per plan we expected some difficulty but not life threatening difficulty so that that's that's the hard part that's the mm-hmm. hard part to uh come to terms with uh, and and agree to go again
2: yeah yeah indeed yeah it's a uh... Yeah, you know what? Everybody's always up for a challenge, right? And that that's why I I wanted this trip. I I wanted the tougher trip, but not not to the extent that it was given to us, you know, it's uh we we sat down probably 2 weeks before this trip. We actually talked with Kevin Callen through a live stream and uh we were picking his brain on a few of his other routes and we didn't choose one of his routes. We ended up choosing this other one. Just on a whim, eh? <laughs> I go, okay, I'll start doing my research. And the only thing I could find was what was on uh, Brad Jennings' uh, website. And uh, I think one little write-up that I found online, and that was it. Uh, so we went into this really blind. Uh, you know, there are portages that weren't existent. Uh, I think it was a 800-meter floating bog oh, uh, portage that we had to do. I hate those. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, it, it was it was it was a challenge, but you know what? I was up for the challenge. I'm 57 years old, and I want to do these trips while I can still do them, right?
0: Well, that's exactly it. You know, if if you're going to give up when it gets a little bit hard, yeah, then why are you, are you why are you doing it in the first place? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope
2: I got another good 10 years of me at least. So yeah, ah! for, the, for the for the tough trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And when it comes to thunder and lightning, what's a little bit of electrocution amongst friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you know, burning flesh smells
2: wonderful. <coughs> yeah, you
0: know.
2: Remember that time Fred got hit by a
0: bolt of lightning? <laughs> <laughs> he just dig it along the ground like that, and we laughed. You're holding it, charging my battery,
1: I watched the John Candy movie the other day, it was uh, the one with the bear and stuff. And Oh, The Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors, and so there's the guy that... Uh, hung Times you get hit by lightning? S-s-s-s-s-s-s-s- oh, seven times? Uh, 77. <laughs> 77 times. <laughs> hey, you want to hold my golf club for me? <laughs> A little higher.
0: Uh... Uh, well, you made it out alive, so that's uh, that's the main thing, <laughs> yes, there right? There you go. <laughs> we live
2: to tell the story. All yeah. six of us made it back alive. Well, except for the seventh guy, but we were not we'll talking talk about. about him. We were not <laughs> talking about him. But <laughs> if you ever did want to lose somebody, let me tell you people, I can give you the math. <laughs> Sounds uh, like another tragically hip song, right? Yeah.
0: Just yeah. just come across a, a thunderbox, prop on the thunderbox and paddle away. <laughs> uh what about twenty twenty two you got any trips planned
2: uh you know what there 's nothing nothing set in stone as of yet uh, I do know uh, every August for the last thirty years uh, my regular canoe posse will call them uh we 've you know we 've done these trips uh usually a week to eight to ten days type of thing or seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, just like this year, I'd like to get in a couple of, uh, shorter trips, you know, the four day long weekends or, uh, you know, maybe a five day, but you know what? I'm always intrigued to, uh, get out there and paddle with guys like, uh, you know, Eric Spesh and, uh, Sean Rowley, you know, there you go. And dip and paddle together and it'd be really <laughs> nice to get out with you guys at some point.
0: Well, we got to throw the, the canoe on and come down your way. Yeah. Do that Welland Canal thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, well, I mean, really- we we talked about doing that last year, but things sort of got... Yeah. Waylaid, but uh, um, I mean, my my parents are from St. Catharines area. We have well, a lot of relatives down that way through St. Catherine's, Niagara, and whatnot. But we never end up down there, so <laughs> this will give me an excuse to go down to come see you. Yeah, yeah. The, the canoe on the roof. Go do some paddling.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or if you didn't want to do that, I got a tandem canoe and I got the solo, so we can uh, we we'll, we can figure it out by by all means. Uh, I think we need to include Derek in this as well and yeah. uh, get out there and do a paddle day maybe get you out to my day camp if uh if the thing is still standing after that windstorm that we just oh, had yeah. and, uh, I mean,
0: uh, yeah. and we'll do it yeah
2: yeah awesome I mean. yeah for sure
0: um well anything else you want to talk about
2: no, but uh, when I heard you talking one time with Kevin Callan about the uh, the five the five Great Lakes uh, day, oh um, yeah. Um, so you know what? I I, th- I I really think I would like to be a part of that. And if I need to drive, I'll even drive. It don't matter to me. I, I that, that sounds like a really cool adventure.
1: I'd love to be a part. of There you of go. There's that. four of us now. It's, no, there's like four. about okay. ten of us now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Kevin and Callan. I, I came up with Kevin. I said, Kevin, you and I got to just do this trip. Five great lakes in a day. And he got right into it. And I mentioned a couple other people. And the next thing you know, I got all these people asking me, can I be part of this? Can I join? <laughs> how, how many canoes are you taking? How many cars are you taking? I'm going to have a damn caravan going on in now. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's it, one it, of those costs, weird yeah. things, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, call Swift Canoe and ask if you could borrow their big canoe trailer or something. There you go. That's exactly going to Yeah, can I,
0: can I borrow a school bus and a canoe trailer? <laughs> uh, crossing the border. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to be a difficulty. That's going to be a difficult one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're. I think Kevin and I are going to do that. Uh, um, I think we're going to attempt for June next year. There you go. All five Great Lakes in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. It's doable. It's actually doable it in doable about 18 or... hours. Yeah? Yeah. Except for the crossing the border oh. part. Well, it depends on how long it takes us at the border. Yeah. But we're, we're paddling for a little bit in every Great Lake. Like I mean, you're not doing the whole Great Lake. Yeah. You just put the canoe in, paddle around for half hour, see something really cool, put everything back on, drive to the next Great Lake, do the same sort of thing, go to the next Great And like I said, we could have done four. But because the border was closed, but if the border's open, then we we can do all five. And then also, you'd have to
2: catch Lake Superior on the southern side, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'd end up probably up at uh, Pancake Bay or something like that at the end of the day. Stop in Sault Ste. Marie, grab some food and beers, and hit Pancake Bay. And hopefully, that'll be my end of never paddling on Lake Superior. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. could you imagine yeah. getting you know what if we get through all four great lakes and then i get superior and there's like 20 foot waves doing it anyways doing it anyway <laughs> kevin you can yep. sit on shore i'm doing it anyway yeah,
2: yeah. the one other thing you want to include in there too is you don't want to be hitting any uh craft breweries on the way because that might uh that might
0: oh, <laughs> put yeah. a crick in the road too right yeah the way us <laughs> on the way up we'll be hitting all these things and crossing the border with eight 100 cases of beer
2: <laughs>
0: in the back of the school bus. There you go. I'm definitely in now. He's in now, yeah. Yeah. Where'd all the beer go? I don't know, but Dennis has passed out. (laughs) (laughs) They can't charge
1: me duty if I cross the border with it in my belly. (laughs) That's right. Do you have anything to
0: declare? An upset stomach? (laughs) No no need to worry there, boys. I I can't drink like I used to. I sure wish I could sometimes. Have you tried? (laughs) Yeah, I've tried, yeah. Sounded like a quitter. Uh, so, Canoe Hound's Outdoor Adventure Show every Tuesday live stream seven p.m. Eastern uh, on YouTube. Uh, go to the Canoe, was it Canoe Hound Outdoor uh, on YouTube? Oh, canoe Hound Adventures, or, or, sorry, Canoe Hound Adventure Outdoor uh, on YouTube. There and watch it every every Tuesday. We're going to, like I say, we'll we'll post links and stuff uh, on our Facebook page so people can uh, find links to all your stuff. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Derek? I have nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Well, Dennis, thanks for coming on, uh, this week and chatting with us about your show. Uh, continued success. I know, uh, I've been enjoying, uh, the couple of times I've been on the couple of times I've, uh, not been recording Tuesday nights and been able to actually partake, uh, of, of the conversations you have on there and then watching, uh, during my lunch hours at work and stuff like that.
1: I've skulked ground in sculpt around in the, uh, in the chat part of the, uh, of your show, but uh, I don't what's going yeah. on.
2: I see it. You know what? I might not always acknowledge that you guys are in there, but, uh, I do see is cause I, if you see my eyes drifting in the, uh, in the video, you're looking at your screen. I'm reading the side <laughs> chat trying to keep up. Right. Yeah. But you know what guys, thanks very much for having me on the show. This is uh it's been an honor. Uh, you guys are always welcome on my show as you know. And, uh, yeah for sure it's uh it's been a really good time and wow i finally made the ranks of paddling adventures
1: radio
0: <laughs> 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 uh, it probably won't be the last time either no absolutely not. Well,
2: that's okay yeah we well, you know what uh working together is a good thing and uh you know what uh i don't mind promoting you guys as much as i can on the show as well so it's uh one hand washes the other right yeah, well, yeah exactly yeah Oh, somebody
0: just dropped their beer can collection.
1: <laughs> we did. We did. We're, we're stuff flying
0: everywhere. Right? <laughs> I just moved a couple things around and I dropped a few things. It's Derek's fault. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thanks,
2: guys. And remember, keep the adventures alive. Eh? Keep them alive as much as
0: you can. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. If you go to paddlingadventuresradio.com, you can stream or download all our episodes there. And if you enjoyed this week's podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow paddlers. Again, uh, Dennis, thanks for being on this week. Here's to you guys. I want to thank everybody else for listening. I'm Sean Rowley.
1: And I'm Derek Spest. We'll see you next time.